providing you with the tools, knowledge, skills, and power to advance your career, grow your business, and build a better future for your community. We are the Tourism Academy. Welcome to Business Class. On this week's episode of Business Class from the Tourism Academy, Steve Ekstrom sits down to interview Heidi Walters from Visit North Carolina. Heidi talks about sustainability, she chats about North Carolina's amazing outdoor experiences, and she shares some of the best life advice she's ever received. Let's get to the show. Here's your host, Steve Ekstrom. Extra, extra, extra. Hi there, this is Steve Ekstrom with the Business Class Podcast here from the Tourism Academy. Joining me today is Heidi Walter. Heidi, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Stephen. So I'll actually get started with the eye-catching um, piece that I saw recently about some sustainability practices and outdoor uh, opportunities that have been developed in your area. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? I'd be happy to. Um, yes. Yeah, so not just in 2020, but over the last three or four years, we've seen a real increase in use of our outdoor spaces. Um, <clears throat> North Carolina, if you're not familiar, has 322 miles of ocean shoreline, has vast mountain landscapes, hundreds of waterfalls, 41 state parks, 14 national park entities, and countless wow. urban spaces. So I think a lot of people don't realize that we have a lot of outdoor space. And, and as Visit North Carolina, we promote visitation to those outdoor spaces. So when we started seeing increases and then some of these places being damaged, we thought it was only responsible for us to take on a new initiative about sustainability and to teach people what, how to behave in the outdoors. Because I don't think people are being malicious on purpose they don't know. So, you know, I compare it to when you learn how to golf, they teach you how to swing. They don't teach you how to play ready golf. They don't teach you the ethics behind it. You know, they don't teach you those things. So our, our new initiative is to try to balance out sending people to the outdoors and teaching them the proper behavior and how, so that everybody can benefit from it and have, you know, the next generation and the next generation enjoy these spaces that have been here And how did you get involved with this particular initiative? <clears throat> well, <laughs> this sort of became a need. So, you know, last year in March, because basically before March, all I did was international marketing, right? Well, mm -hmm. that all ended. And um, my team here, we did, you know, domestic tour, we did sports marketing, we've done, um, and, the, and the international marketing, and all of that came to a screeching halt. So I started watching a couple of podcasts, and, and all of a sudden, I, I saw this with Leave No Trace, Center for Outdoor Ethics, and I started doing a little research, and I thought, you know, this is a perfect initiative for our state. Um, and with a little research, I found out that Leave No Trace has had a, um, a memorandum of understanding with Colorado tourism for a few years, sort of doing this same thing. And then more recently with Arizona, but there was not, no states on the East Coast. So I got in touch with our North Carolina Outdoor Recreation Industry Office and and I got a hold of the folks at Leave No Trace Center for Outdoor Ethics to see how can we do this? What do we need to do? So um, 
We are the third state that they have joint partnership with. We are the first state with an ocean coastline. Um, and it's just, it, we've done a tremendous amount of research, both with our residents and our visitors and uh, our partners, our land managers, to see how we can build a program that works. So it became necessity for me to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, it works, right? Yes. What would you say are maybe one or two of the, the key successes that you've seen with this initiative so far? Well, it is, it's, you know, we've really truly launched the full initiative in the spring, in like late February, early March. But I will say one of the huge successes that I have seen is the partner engagement from our DMO partners. They love this program. They have been hungry for something like this. So we have built out a partner alliance program that they can buy into for very nominal cost that gets them access to our toolkit where they have ads and uh, the seven principles that are tailored to North Carolina for behavior in the outdoors. You know, there's posters, there's social, there's all kinds of things that they can get along with um, some other wonderful opportunities through Leave No Trace as well. So I would say that the partner engagement has been my biggest um, success and I'm so happy about it. And if there were a piece of this that has been most challenging for you so far, um, what would you say that might be and, and how did you overcome it? Um, I think that some of the challenge that I've had has been in the creation of some of these assets. Um, in working with our agency, obviously they've been doing inspiration advertising for a long, long time, right? We've been in the inspiration business. So we had to change that mindset a little bit to be educational. So it's okay, I'm gonna give you a little on the inspiration, but you gotta make sure there's an educational component to it. You know, and and change, just sort of changing mindsets of, no, that's not a campfire, that's a bonfire. So let's go, let's revisit some of the photos that we use and then the videos that we use, those kinds of things. Just make sure that we're following what we're preaching. You know, it's it's interesting that you say education and, and educating people internally. And one of the things that we have found through our research is that people who work in the travel industry and those who love to travel consider themselves lifelong learners. Mm-hmm, you're right. And, you know, we travel because we want to see, experience, learn, observe something that we haven't before. Um, and I think, some of the most successful campaigns that I've seen lately weave education with the aspiration or the inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's nice to see you guys taking that to heart and, and focusing it on sustainability. Yes. And, you know, one thing that we have found in some of the research we've done um, is it's, this is really important to our residents who also visit these outdoor spaces, right? They're also visitors. So. But mm -hmm. the residents here... Many of them move here because of these spaces and they really take a lot of pride and they want to know that we care. And I think that as visitors, Stephen, you and I both know we visit a lot of places and we sort of want to blend in, right? We don't want to, we don't want to, we want to be cool like the natives, right? <laughs> like the residents. 
So, and I think that's what most of our visitors, they want to take pride in these things and they want to do right. So, um, you know, there's, there's just been a lot of success around this program and I couldn't be happier. Well, I'm, I'm really excited to see it and I hope that more states are going to adopt it or similar in the coming years. Obviously, I want you to be the most successful. Of course. But we um, have heard from the folks at Leave No Trace Center that there are a lot of states that are looking into this now, mainly because of this explosion that happened last year when, you know, people didn't go to soccer games, people didn't go to the mall, people didn't go overseas, they went in their backyard. Yeah. We saw that one of the organizations that I worked with had their highest occupancy rates ever during COVID. Um, and that included ho home rentals and houseboat rentals. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, because people wanted to get outdoors and, and you know, they're a kind of place that has 30,000 square miles of national park in their backyard. So, yeah, you know, they could do that. But yeah, our, our mountain region and our coastal region had record numbers last year. Wow. Those places in the middle that are meeting in convention, you know, they're suffering, but they have plenty of outdoor spaces, too. Now, you were saying prior to last year, you had been focused on promotion, mm -hmm. um, domestic, international, and all of the different segments that are, that are there within. How did, you, how did you find yourself working in tourism in the first place? Uh, well, again, <laughs> apparently I have a theme going of, I need a job, <laughs> I need to keep a job. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, was, I was, gosh, I was 22, I guess just got out of school and I was like, what am I going to do? And I knew somebody who ran a hotel and needed help. So I went and I became a desk clerk and desk clerk. I became, you know, an assistant manager, and then a general manager. And then, then when I had a family, I was like, yeah, I got to get out of this 365, 24, seven cycle. Mm -hmm. So I started working for a DMO. Um, and worked for a couple of DMOs and then got on with the state about 15 years ago. So it's just been a progression. But when I got into it, I had you know, no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break to tell you about Group Travel Odyssey. Tour operators, do you ever lack quality service and support from your IT provider? Are you tired of entering the same system information over and over? Well, now is your chance to be part of the GTO community. Group Travel Odyssey is software and service that helps you effortlessly manage your group travel marketing, sales, operations, suppliers, and accounting. Visit grouptraveloddyssey.com to request a demo so you can personally experience our flexible software and service. Group Travel Odyssey, business without boundaries. Now back to business class with Steve Ekstrom. What's something you wish you had known when you got started? Oh boy. You know, when I got started, there was, it, it was a different sort of world too. You know, there wasn't, <clears throat> there, there was a little more me too um, that <laughs> happened back in the day. And, um, you know, it, it was hard as a woman sort of breaking some of those barriers early on. Um, but, would I change anything? I don't know. You know, I think part of the fun of it has been exploring all these different avenues within the hotel business, within the DMO business. But, you know, through all the hospitality channels, 
I think that is really important to have a big overall view. What's a, what's a common myth that people have about working for a state tourism agency or, or, or working for a DMO um, that, you, that you would like to debunk once and for all? Well, I think a lot of people who aren't in this industry think this is just fun and games. And all we do is travel and go to receptions and eat great places. And honestly, it, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work and it's hard work. Um, but most people in this industry either love it from the beginning or you know within six months that you're not cut out for this. But I know that even we are part of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina. So we have business development, international trade, all these in the same places where we sit. And they don't understand what we do, really. So it's a constant, you know, and, and the same with politicians. They get what business development is, right? They get that, oh, yeah, oh, we're going to bring so-and-so in. They're going to create 100 jobs. Boom, done. But, you know, it, I think in tourism, you know, in 2019, you know, we had $26 billion in spending from tourists in North Carolina. Wow. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money and it's bringing down everyone's taxes who is a resident here. So, and I think those are the things that people don't understand about what it is we do. It, it seems like it's a lot easier to explain export dollars from product than it is from experience. Yes, I would agree. And, and tourism is an export product. You're bringing money into the state that wasn't there to begin with. Correct. And our CEO, I have to say, he's, he's very good. He's like, tourism is economic development. He knows that that's economic development. There's business development and there's tourism development. So uh, it, we are getting that message across. It just takes a while. <laughs> What are the best resources that have helped you along the way? Oh, goodness. Um, along the way, I have to say that um, long, long-time member of Meeting Professionals International, um, they, I have learned more from either the local chapter and being part of that local chapter and from the international, <clears throat> excuse me, the um, international and national meetings that they do, I think that their education is top notch. Um, they all have always done a great job. And I think that US travel also does an amazing job with what they offer and the pathways to success. But just relationships, you know, relationships and listening to people, understanding how the buying cycle works, Sometimes it's the buyer's market, sometimes it's the seller's market, right? I mean, all those are very important into understanding the whole of, it, of the uh, business. What's the best piece of advice you've received? Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. I know. I, you know, it's, it's quiz time. <laughs> the There'll best be a certificate of completion afterwards. <laughs> or it could be general life advice, too. It doesn't have to be specific to tourism. You know, I really think that you just treat people with respect and dignity and they're going to listen to you and they're going to listen to what you have to say. 
and that's how you want to be treated. I mean, it really all comes down to the golden rule, basically. So I've tried to live by that. Um, I tried to deliver quality. I may not know everything about everything, but I try to know what it is I need to know well. And who's made the biggest impact on your your own business philosophy? Um, you know, I would like to say that I tell you I read all these books and I'm, you know, going to quote all these people, but honestly, I don't. So it's <laughs> people that I have I have seen and heard, and you know, um, I've been part of planning our Visit NC365 conference for many years, and we've had so many wonderful speakers, but um, there are some some out there who you take away and you're just, you have an aha moment, right? And I think Seth Gudden is one of them. I think he's wonderful. I read his blog every day. Um, but it's, it's various people who have touched you, and you may not even know that they did you know what I mean but it just turned a switch in your head and you're like oh that makes sense to me and that's how I want to start um lots of wonderful mentors I I appreciate that too and it's funny because I in my own experience I can think back to something that a boss said to me 20 something years ago not that I'm that old I'm, I'm still 29 <laughs> if you ask my niece but uh you know, it, it was one sentence that he said to me, and it it sticks with me. And I've I've mentioned it to every single every single person that I've worked with since. And it's you know, come back into my office when you have a solution. That's a great point. Don't come to me with a problem. No. Nope. Come to back me when you have solution. a solution. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. So we get to travel a lot for work. And those who don't tend to think it's a lot more glamorous than it is. Um, but between your work travels and personal travels, what's been your favorite travel experience so far? Oh, boy. I'm going to say a few years ago, I did a very, very small cruise to Alaska. I mean, there were 70 people on the boat. That's how small it was. And... It was the most amazing experience I've ever had because this boat was so small, we could go into these little tiny passageways and went on hikes where I saw all kinds of wildlife. And it was, and the best part, there was no cell service. Ah, <laughs> that is my favorite part of being on a boat. Because sometimes you have to disconnect, right? Yeah. To rejuvenate. And so I think that was part of what was so great about that experience. But I also have to tell you that the whole reason that I ended up in North Carolina 32 years ago now was because I vacationed at the Outer Banks. And I've had so many amazing experiences out there, um, hang gliding and fishing and just, I love the outdoors. So just being outdoors, um, I think is such, a wonderful thing and it makes it puts everything in perspective you know we're not all right no. <laughs> there's much bigger things than us this is true and i wrap up each one of these interviews with a card game and a certificate apparently 
Uh, well, yes. I mean, a certificate of achievement. <laughs> okay. Actually, right. we do, for the organizations that work with us in online learning, um, online learning is 90% more energy efficient and produces 85% less CO2 emissions. Uh, so we do provide a certificate of sustainable practices. But that's a whole other story. Okay. Um, pick a number one to ten. Seven. Okay. <laughs> Describe the worst place you ever tried to sleep. The back row of an airplane. <laughs> Next to the bathroom in the galley. <laughs> and the seats don't recline. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So if folks want to learn more about your outdoor NC initiative or want to get in touch with you personally, how would you recommend they do that? Well, if they want to learn more about the initiative, they need to go to OutdoorNC.com. And we actually have all of the information on there. And you can also take a pledge to pledge to protect our natural resources. And then if they want to get a hold of me, my email address is Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, dot Walters at visitnc.com. Fantastic. Thank you, Heidi. I appreciate you. And uh, it was nice to see you in business class. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. You, you get much better rest up here. You sure do. <laughs> Take a course. Train your people. Teach what you love. Promote your products. Donate today at tourismacademy.org, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. The Business Class Podcast is produced by Stephen Gross and powered by Group Travel Odyssey. Group Travel Odyssey consolidates human resources, marketing, sales, tour operations, tour accounting, supplier management, and on-the-road management in one convenient, easy-to-use package. Improve your team's efficiency with continuously updated supplier information and pricing right at your fingertips. Group Travel Odyssey. Business without boundaries.